Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Melissa, are you a doctor? Uh, I want to be, but I'm not. I'm not a doctor either, and we're not psychologists. And we're not. We're not experts at anything. In fact, we just <laughs> chat a lot of shit. So. And we love giving you guys advice, but as we, we loved said, giving you guys advice. Do not take what we're saying as gospel. If you do feel like you need to speak to somebody, please seek professional help. All right, we're back for round two with we're Mr. Watkins. He's back. We're drinking the same wine because we thought it'd be wasteful to open another bottle of wine and we're doing a double record. So, so we're having, let's read it out again just for reference because it's obviously going to be coming out a week later. Having the bowl grabber. <laughs> Does it actually say? Yeah, the bowl grabber. I'm not joking. Okay, anyway, Lovely so you were drop. drinking this wine at night. Lovely we actually drop. raced it at an eight and it's bloody delicious. It is. Highly, highly recommend. I don't know Even what on a hangover. Of- I actually don't know what type of wine it is, though. Alvarino, so it's not like an Alvarino, it's an Alvarino. Never heard of that one before. Alvarino is Spanish, and this is obviously a Portuguese. It's, a, it's very light and crisp and refreshing and Delicious. really nice. Anyway. I'm in a very sorry state today. Oh, yeah, we've got loads to talk about. Toby's just come back from a stag. <sighs> My brother's stag. And I've purposely not asked certain questions so I can ask. I really? wish so much we were doing the lie detection test on Toby's day. That would have been what? so yeah, good. No, <laughs> I'm the worst liar ever, so you wouldn't even... I know, but I would ask <clears throat> questions about, like, we're going to... There's. I think there's certain parts of this tag that are probably confidential, but I'm just going to ask all the questions. I'm so not at Sorry to, to those guys state. that are lying to their girlfriends and their wives, oh so I'm fucking finding out everything on this episode. Hit me. Are you ready? <laughs> Can't wait. Okay, so he's already outed that there was a stripper. I don't think he's meant to tell me that. Well... Lost like, there was a stripper. <laughs> there was a stripper. Lovely lady. Can't remember her Did name. Did you touch her? No. Did any... Oh! <laughs> did you touch her boobs? No, no, I didn't. What did you touch then? Didn't touch anything. Tommy Watkins! How dare you touch another woman? Right. I didn't. I didn't even look You're at it. You're right, Red. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else touch her? Obviously, the. the what groom. happens on the stag stays on the stag? I'm no, not no, no. We're on a podcast right now. This is for entertainment of everyone else. I'm so excited no. that I've got you on today. Oh, right after this. Oh, this my is, God. Oh, God. He's really going red. <laughs> The whoop's going to be freaking oh out Oh my right God, now. your stress levels are like 100%. Through the roof. Um, okay, so there was a stripper, so there you know that. Yep. You may or may not have touched her by the look on your face. Yes, you did. Just, just <laughs> no, I didn't. nod once, blink once if you touched her boobs. I didn't touch her boobs. 
What did you touch then? Oh my God. You know, I've also seen, I've also seen guys, Toby scratching the back of his head right now. And I've also <laughs> seen this thing and it's like, people lie when they scratch the back of their head or rub really? their neck. And yeah, you just, rubbing and the did, neck did you touch your boobs? No. No, I no, didn't, didn't touch the boobs. There was a stripper. No, we was We were in a, a very tight, compact limo, okay? It was a logistical error. So she was just what, falling on all of she you? She was just fierce. She fell on me. <laughs> were her tits out? Did you have tits in face? Did you do that thing where you like rub your hair? Your, your, no, your... there were no tits in face, I promise. That was it. It was just a very compact limo Did journey. From... any of the other people on the stag, I'm not single lim- or not, they could have been single. No. Did they have a little play around? Who knows? Had to be there. Oh, for fuck's sake. Also, guys, they also had this weird like social media no rule. No rule, yeah. No, it was because no my, my brother's uh, fiance's hen, they, there was a video of them coming out of their limo to this thing in Chinatown, the, to the dinner that they're going to mm. in Chinatown. And this girl was like busking and she was singing. And just as she got, what's the song? The one from, um, yeah, she yeah. was singing that. And just as she hit the chorus, this like sea of like girls and pink hats came out and started singing with her and the video went viral. So they were like, well, we can't compete with that. So let's just not put anything on social media. So it doesn't look like we're trying to. It also is like way more mysterious because now I'm like, what the fuck happened It's also just a load of blokes being really simple and having quite a fun time, but like nothing that bad happened. Also, can we just talk about the difference between how her hem was obviously just so elegant, gorgeous outfits, mm. so sophisticated, so much fun, just gorgeous, gorgeous girls. And then poor old. And was... then the photo, well, I did see some photos like that show- Toby showed me since. I'm like, men are just disgusting. We are. It is something weird about like, like group mentality with blokes. It's just everyone like for no reason gets told to see off a pint, which I'm terrible at doing. And the groom did one out of like a shoe. He did one out of his uh, shoe. He had to they wear dressed a horrible, him up in horrible He had a pair of Lonsdale like shit kickers on and it was just very blokey. It's just the, the contrast very fun. between the two. Time. Oh my God, I had oh a great gosh. time. Yeah, um, we know. That stripper really just... I want to look at your what your whoop was doing at that exact time My well. whoop died. Oh, thank God for that. Lucky for you. I know. It was on 20% on the oh, Friday. Oh, the Whoop would be such a giveaway, guys. Right, the whoop if anyone is has a like... Whoop, you can just go and like look at their track record from like a Saturday night or something <laughs> and see what happens. If they're cheating on you, it's like boom, 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 heart rate. <laughs> Through the roof. Up at like midnight, what you are they doing? You can't hide anything. You can't no. hide a thing. All right, well, well, maybe we'll swing back to this chat. If anything else pops up in your memory. Okay, okay, yeah. Not a lot's going on up there right now. It's you just let, a, you just let a me monkey know, okay? playing the cymbals. Okay, sweet or dry, honey? Oh, yeah, sweet or dry. Do you want to read out the first one? Okay, yeah. Uh, sweet or dry, sitting on each other's laps in public. Sweet. I uh, yeah, yeah. To, uh, P- I like PDA too. I like shows of affection is great. Yeah. And I love it when I see like my parents give like a little kiss or whatever and that sort of stuff. Or, I don't know why I'm talking about my parents, um, but like when couples <laughs> couples do that, it's quite sweet. I'm but trying then trying to think if I ever sat on your lap in public. I don't know. Yeah, you have. We're at the pub and there's like one seat. And you just sit. Oh one yeah, up. fine. But then, sweet. Yeah, sweet. It just you know what it's it when is? it's like it's excessive and baby talk. Getting off, or when they're sat facing, like if the girls sat. Don't fa- straddle, like don't no, no, straddle no, no, someone no. in public. No. Slash definitely probably done that. Yeah. But don't do it. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not sweet. Do what I say, not what I do. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it gets to the point where it's just awkward. You're like. I don't know where to look. It depends. You know what? I think it completely depends on circumstance. If you're in a group, it's just not acceptable because you make other people feel uncomfortable. There's no need for it. Mm. Be cute, hold hands, find sit on a lap, be social, but don't mac on like when I'm no, sat no, next no. to you. Absolutely not. <laughs> don't smash on out next to me. <laughs> um, so yeah. Just, oh God, that's horrible. I think it's a bit, 
it's a mix and it's a fine line between the circumstances. In fairness to us, like on like our early dates, we were definitely way PDA. But in private, like when we would sit yeah, next yeah, to yeah. each other, like we would kiss, kiss, kiss. Yeah. If I was, I'd be like, oof. Yeah. But it's quite annoying. sweet when you see another couple do it in a restaurant. It's quite funny. And you see that they're like really in love and yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's so exciting. Oh my God, we need to talk about something. Oh. Who did we see yesterday in Ottolenghi? Oh my God. How have we left this out? Fuck. Okay. We saw so many famous people yesterday. Yeah. We saw Melissa Tatum from <laughs> Shaking. Okay, we saw um, Tom Holland and Zendaya. We were walking out of Otolenghi. They walked, guys. We were coming out of the doorway and they were coming in. They waited for us to walk out as they walked in. Yeah, and she like- So wrapped, close. He, he was standing in front of her and she like wrapped his, her arms around so him. They looked so in love. They looked sick. So like, their outfits were unreal, glowy. And it was just, it was quite a special moment, it was really. Cool. I wanted to go back. She was like, don't be weird. I was like, no, I want to go and get another look. <laughs> she too, was like, I want to linger around. I was like, no, no, <laughs> we can't do that. Also, they had like so many security guards behind yeah, them. There was an entourage. I didn't entourage. really notice the entourage. I didn't know They were was... dressed as normal people, though, but you could 100% oh, yeah, yeah. tell yeah. that they were security. If you had security, would you make them wear an outfit? No, but like, yeah, I know. I think it depends yeah. on like if you want. To be fair, be, the Bieber's um, security guards wear black. Do and they? like big army boots, so you can kind of know they're like security. Yeah, it's kind of like don't fuck with me, but I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. maybe Bieber's on a different level to Sender and Tom Holland. Um, but yeah, that was pretty mental. But, but on the point of PDA, they just look very in love. And and was it was sick. like the perfect amount of PDA. She's just, oh God. They're, 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 they're just so cool. And like they looked frightfully normal, like bless them. Just, They'd just gone into Ottolenghi, got a couple bits of their Sunday night dinner, and they're just going to go home and eat me. And just like it, us just like what we did oh. and oh, are you so happy Toby wanted to go to Five Guys and I was like no 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 inflammatory inflammatory we need to go to like Ottolenghi get some healthy food because you're feeling great over oh, worse <laughs> thank god we did I know okay he gives you pedicures depends how no no like toenails dry 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 as fuck yeah that's just. Melissa even said last night me picking not picking cutting no, my cut toenails no he cut his toenails once and he you went too too short with it and you made yourself bleed and it really upset me for that a was quite eight hours. Yeah, that's sorry. Because you were asking me if there's ever been a one-time thing where it's been, is there anything that's really driven me to the edge and it was that moment. Really? I don't know what it was. It was just like, see, I don't know what it was. It was also the like crouched too- over. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oof, no. It was like, give me goblin vibes. It just wasn't nice. Go- I think I, I think goblin I was also- vibes. <laughs> I think I was also maybe a bit annoyed with you at the same time. Oh, so when you yeah, did that, it just worse. it all just piled on and we were hungover, I think, and it just wasn't really the right yeah, time. No, fair. Fair so enough. absolutely dry. dry. I don't think even whichever way around we do it, I'm not giving you a pedicure and you're not giving me one. It's dry. Asking about Russian history midway through the act. Someone's obviously done that. Yeah. But nice to be able to laugh with each other during sex is good. A hundred percent. So if you found it funny and it was like but if there was like just a moment of like social unawareness and you just like asking about a source text from Russian history, then no. maybe not the right time. Keep it romantic. Keep it romantic. Right, dilemma one. Uh-oh. Oh, also looks like it could be talking about you. Okay, I've been seeing this guy for a while. We met through... Okay, right, dilemma one, sorry. sorry. Is the guy I'm seeing gay? Because if you read the first sentence, you can could see... Could be talking about you. <laughs> no, no, because yeah. you, you'll see why. I've been seeing this guy for a while. We met through mutual friends. He is a model and so hot. So I was delighted for myself. <laughs> oh, so that's the bit that... That's the bit that I just saw. Yeah. Don't worry. I thought you meant I was gay. No, we know, I know that you're very much so not. Oh, thanks. We had been going on dates every weekend. And when planning the next one, he said he couldn't do that weekend. 
When I asked what plans he had, he said he was having a family reunion. He'd be busy for a whole weekend. I thought nothing of it and went out with my girls on a night out that weekend instead. One of my friends is gay, so we went into a gay bar for a change of scenery. When I was in the bar, who did I see? Dot, 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 only the guy I've been seeing. My normal response was to go up and say hi, but then I remembered he said he had a family reunion, so he lied to me. I ran in the opposite direction because I was caught so off guard and didn't know what to do. The next day he messaged me, acting normal, so asked. So I asked how his family reunion was. He said it was great and nice to get away for a few days, but he missed me. Obviously he was lying, I didn't know what to say. So do I ask him, is he gay? Bye, do I pretend I don't know? I don't know whether to question his sexuality because I don't know how to call him out on something he is so not comfortable with. My friends said cut ties, but I don't want to jump to conclusions and judge him that he was there, but he clearly lied to me for a reason. Please help, what should I do? I think you should cut ties. I think he's probably gay and he's finding Mm. himself and he's not ready to admit Admit. it to the world and to himself maybe fully yet. That is so awkward. What a nightmare. Poor bloke. That is awkward. I hope he's all right. And you know what? Poor bloke, but also really not far on you. Like, no. don't string me along. No, like, no, if no, you're no. if you're going through a process that you, where you're trying to figure out what you want in life, regardless if you're Wait. finding out what your sexuality is, you can't be lying and no, doing I that. I don't agree. There's so many things to this. Regardless to him being, even if you just saw him in a club, it's the, li- would, the, the lying. It's the lying. Yeah, it's that's lying. The worst part. The... Like, even if it was just a normal club. I yeah. would still be like, well, he's telling me he's on a family weekend yeah, yeah, that he's yeah, missing yeah. me, he's still in the club. So no dumpable offence. Yeah, I agree. Take away the, the, gay, the gay part, part the finding yourself is thing is is another thing itself. of sympathy. Sure. Not, you know. But it's not, I don't really think it's fair for him to be, to put, to be putting lying you through and, it and dragging you also, through how, like, the line. I guess she, he probably assumed that she wouldn't be in a gay bar. So yeah, yeah. he's like, I'll get away with that. Obviously. Also, how, how hard is it to like bump into somebody? Yeah. Yeah, that is random. Oh, this happened once. We were early on dating. You told me you'd gone home, and then Ruby bumped into you on a oh, night shit, out. Oh shit! Yeah, that and also it was the most innocent. <laughs> and she thing, like sent me a photo, and I was like, "That's awkward." He's just told me he's gone home, and he was like, "Night." It was. It was. It was so bad. No, actually, it wasn't that bad. It was. Winter, we went to Winter Wonderland with loads of friends, and then it was pissing it down with rain. So I was like, "I'm just going to go home." So we, I went home, and everyone else went to Paradise, which is this club, which is near to my where I live. Um, and I got home and then my friend, and it stopped raining. My friend Gus was like, just come back out. And I was like, okay. I literally just walked through the door and walked back out. But I'd already texted you when I was on the bus. Saying on I'm the going way home. home. Like, I'm on my way home. Like night. And it was like early days where I was to like. To be fair, we'd literally been dating for like three weeks. And then I went back out and Ruby was there on the, the storm Christmas party. And she just came down and I was like. She's so oh. And I was like, oh, fuck now. I look guilty as sin. So what's the roundup on that one just quickly? Would it, it's, uh, I think you need to I think maybe you that. say, look, I saw you. It's okay. No, what are you no, doing? no. Just cut ties. Don't just cut ties. All right. It will probably also be doing him a favor. Yeah, true, true, true. I think you just cut ties. Cut ties. Save yourself. Save him. Control, alt, delete. Yeah. Move on. Dilemma two. It's okay. Should I try to read this one? Give it a go. Yeah. <clears throat> my dilemma is a pretty big one. Uh-oh. I've been with my boyfriend for six years. Just for context, we're on our early 30s. In 2019, we left to come traveling to Australia and are now in our fourth year here. My partner is totally in love with Australia and really wants to move and be here permanently. After lots of backwards and forwards thinking, soul searching and a trip home to England, I think I know deep in my heart I want to come home to England. We both see ourselves having a family in the future and ultimately, I just can't bear to bring them up so far away from our families as family to me is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. However, when I think about potentially leaving to go home without him, my heart breaks into a thousand pieces. And to be quite honest, I can't imagine my life without him. I'm cry- <gasps> crying as I'm writing this just at the thought of it. 
I really don't know how to even begin dealing with this situation. Gosh. I can't even talk to him because I'm scared the outcome could could be we both go our separate ways. I'm worried if he if he decides to come back to England with me, he could live a life of unhappiness and resentment. But I also think I would feel the same thing living here in Oz. I don't even know how to start making a decision, choosing oh between close to my family and potentially leaving the person I love most in this world or staying and possibly living a life not completely full of happiness and how I want it. Please help. What do I do? Where do I start? That's re- That's a really, really... That is really tough. Okay, first, I don't envy, envy anyone in this situation because it's really tough, but there is situations like this that I think a lot of people could cut hurdles like this that people go through. Ultimately, I would hope if you've been together for six years that you are so solid and breaking up just isn't an option. Mm. You're in your early 30s. You're going to have a family. You're in love. You're going to get married. Breaking up is is not even in your vocabulary. Like I actually watched this thing and it was like, we never discuss divorce. Divorce is never, ever, ever on the table. Because once you like bring that up as like a threat or like when you're in an argument or whatever, like it's game over. Like, no, Mm. no, no. It's just not even something that is possible. You're a team. You work through things. But So hopefully like... (sighs) I'd say there's got to be some level of compromise and she's right yeah. for, I know that feeling of like not wanting to, to bring something up because you're scared of like like not abandonment you're like I don't want to I don't want that to happen so you're like I don't even want to address it but then you've also you owe it to yourself to be like well I don't want to do that because it will only create more problems down the line, the line. so I think you've just got to be like well at some point I want to move home because family is everything and or maybe there's a compromise where you live six months in, oh, I don't know. It's... Also, Australia is a very hard place to move to and live to. Mm. Like to get a, like a permit or a work visa or whatever. Like it's not like also it's not like just oh let's move to Australia. It's a big deal and it's hard. Uh, okay, if it was me, I wouldn't hold back from having the conversation at all. Yeah, I would just be like, I love you and like I want to be with you forever. But ultimately, I don't. I can't see myself living here. But I also can't see myself without you. So if really? we have a family and that's like a whole other thing. I can't be in Australia and like bring up my kids without grandparents and cousins mm. and. I want, yeah, it's that is a really tough one. To I think there's you got to have the conversation because you'll never know if you don't. Yeah. It'll just be smoke and mirrors. So you got to kind of address it. Really understand. But you'd also hope that maybe he's picked up on the vibe that you, how close, how much family is, you know, how much family means to you. So yeah, he would be aware to be like, okay, I'm no, I'm loving it here, but also my other the person that I love most in this world wants to be home. So. Let's think of a compromise. They've been living there for four years. Of the six-year relationship. That's what? That's three... You've really built a life there together. Three quarters of the relationship. So I would find that then hard. I get why he's then like, I love my life here. That... I think you need to have the conversation. Ultimately, if you guys are strong enough, you'll make the decision together and you'll move back together. It's the conversation. And I know it's tough, but I don't think you need to worry about the conversation it, itself being the cause of a breakup because it seems like you guys are really tight. You've got a lot of skin in the game. Just have the conversation. And You guys are really tight. You've got a lot of skin in the game. <laughs> What's skin in the game? I don't know. I feel like I'm giving a team talk. To like wow, a football team. I know. Um, life coach over here. <laughs> I am. Uh... <laughs> That's what I might do. I might just move to Bali and be a life coach. Please don't. Do <laughs> um, so um, I think that they just, as you say, you, you need to just speak to him about it and understand how important it is for him to stay there. Mm. Would he consider going back to the UK and giving that a go for a few years? Because it sounds like you've done it right. You've done the Australia for four years. You had a relationship in the UK for two years at the start mm. of your relationship. 
So let's go home, see what it's like. Yeah. If we hate it after two years and having a baby, then we can talk about moving home. But yeah. ultimately, the next stage of our lives is having kids and being like... I mean, you want to be with the... You want to be around family. I totally understand well that. that. come from grandparents and stuff. So. Yeah. Please follow up with us. I feel like maybe we weren't that helpful, but I feel like this is also an area where we're not experienced at all. Like this mm. is just one of those life decisions that... It's a tough one. Yeah, it's really tough. Please tell us what, what happens and update us. And I'm really sorry that you're sad. I promise whatever happens, you will be okay. You'll be all right. You'll yeah. work it out. Okay, dilemma three. Do you want to... Yeah. On Saturday night, my boyfriend cheated on me in the same nightclub that I was in Brilliant. with my best friend. Fuck's sake, guys. That's awful. We were dancing together and my friend thought he was just having a laugh. He can be very touchy-feely and flirty when he's drunk. He then proceeded to kiss and bite her neck. At this point, she pushed him away and told him to stop. He then asked to follow her to follow him into the men's toilet as he wanted to fuck her. <laughs> that was the most the aggressive fuck? sentence I've ever read. Yeah, wow. What the? Whoa. She once again told him to stop because she is my best friend and he replied with several times, don't worry about it. This guy's an arsehole. Wow. Then when he came near me i was obviously so upset that he could and he could see that so i kept asking what was wrong i tried to stay calm as i didn't want to ruin our group's night me and my friend then left in a taxi he tried to get in the loo into to no sorry tried to get into he the tried taxi. to get into oh sorry sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> tried to get into the loo <laughs> i was then like we're jumping from the loo to the taxi me and my friend then left in a taxi and he tried to get in too i told him to go home to his parents and get away from me he lived at mine at the time. The whole way home, he was texting me asking what he was doing wrong and why why I was kicking off for no reason. Yeah, also. What the fuck? The next morning, I was so um, I had so many unpleasant messages from him. Uh, within forty five minutes, he had text again apologizing that he was out of control. He's blaming everything on the alcohol, but surely if you can do that when you're drunk, he must have been a part from deep down the wants to. Drunk acts are sober thoughts. He continued to text me and at times tried playing the victim, victim about how he was having a rough time. I told him to give me space and I need time to think about things. I'm heartbroken and really unsure on what to do. Do I really want to lose a two and a half year, years of my life that I've built together over this? But I'm, but am I stupid to forgive him and then accept him back? Yes. He did it right in front of your face, which is I not think a good it's sign like a, It's like a step too far. I think... No, this is really, really odd behavior. Two and a half years. It's also like, follow me into the loo and let's have sex. Like and he he would have shagged her if she said yes. Mm. Like, he did not care that you were there mm. at all. No. Like, also. I'm trying to blame it. And do drunk things really make you go that no. out of control? I don't think so. Like, fair enough if it's a one, like, I've kissed her and then you're like, uh oh, what have I just done? That yeah, was like, yeah, a, yeah. ah. Even then, that's like. Not. pretty savage you need to get out of there it sounds think, like also i, I kind of want to know what how old you are because to me i might be wrong this is like 18 19 year old mm. territory so and at that point i get people i get people make silly mistakes and boys especially when they're really young and alcohol can do super weird things to people but i do not think there's any think coming back blame, from this you can't blame all of that on, on no on booze that's it is sober thoughts i do agree he clearly has a bit of a thing for your friend he was mm. very very keen on Oh, yeah. Getting something going on with her. I agree. I think you got to... You need to get out. Get out of also, there. Also, like, he's just going to do it again when he's drunk again. Like, every time he gets drunk, yeah, and he's then you'll try have and the, get and shag worry. my best friend, even if I'm there. Yeah. That's how little he cared about you finding out. The fact that you were there yeah. and he was like, oh, don't worry about her. Horrible. Horrible. Fuck. Get out. Get out now. Get out. You deserve so much better. You this do. Is 
so, onwards so and upwards. On, I know it's going to be heartbreaking. It's going to be difficult. But just remind yourself of what he was doing in front of you. Is that what you want to be in a relationship with? No. No. And that's that concludes some, that. That's some solid advice. Got to have a real range of different dilemmas there. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A brand new podcast from Jampot, the makers of Nearlyweds. Why am I so nervous about this conversation? Tear <laughs> <laughs> my voice, all right? Yeah. Write me dirty. Hmm, that sounds a little bit sexy. I once went for an eye test and then ended up sleeping with the optician. That's <laughs> un. Isn't that good? How young or am old? I the only person ever to to chat, chat up an optician during an eye test? <laughs> Okay, so sexy stories, but what's the title about? Write me dirty. Sounds a bit like homewritten erotica. His chest hair peeking through the seam like a huntsman spider out of its den. <laughs> oh wait, it is homewritten erotica. In an instant, my back hit the wall and I whimpered. <laughs> Lovely. So that's two celebrity friends reading some homewritten erotica to the other. Oh my god, we're getting into it now. <laughs> It was all quite quite sweet up to that point. Definitely worth a listen, I'd say. Write Me Dirty, coming Monday the 12th of June. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) You can have that conversation with your dad? Uh, Nah. Nah, never. 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 Yeah, lock the door. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, lovely listener messages from our tiny, tiny whiny. Hi, ladies. Big fan of the show. Thank you. I just listened to your last episode about the uni house with the nightmare housemates and had to write in. In my last year at uni, me and my partner had to leave our accommodation as the landlord sold it to a private buyer. We found a place quickly and loved it straight away. Within the first day, the man in the room next door to us made me feel very unwelcome, staring at me whenever I left my room. I heard him calling me a posh bitch to the others every time. Wow. Oh, Christ. Um, It's quite a nice compliment, that. You posh bitch. I heard him calling me a posh bitch to the others every time I went to the kitchen. It was awful. By night four, me and my partner were woken up at 3am by violent banging on our door. So hard it almost came off the hinges. It was the man in the room next door to us. He was clearly on something and screaming, come out, you posh bitch. Oh, God. We were terrified, but he eventually tired. We did not sleep all night. In the morning, we found stab marks on our door and knives all over the floor. We packed and left immediately. We called the landlord and explained. 
he came straight away to pack our stuff as we were too scared to leave our car in case he came back. When the man woke up, he was so angry we'd called the landlord. He went to the kitchen and emptied a bag of trash all over. This guy's not well. Emptied a bag of trash all over our luggage. Still horrified to this day. A week later, we heard from one of the other housemates that he stole stuff from all of them, including Xboxes and mobiles, <gasps> and left in the middle of the night. No one's heard from him since. So, so happy the landlord helped us and let us stay in another one of his properties. Freaking hell. This is mental. And you know what's blowing my mind about this? He could have murdered you. Mm. That's awful. Fucking horrendous. God, it's a dangerous world out there, isn't it? But I'm very happy that, like that that was a happy ending for you. So I'm very glad mm. that you're safe and that's good. But scary stuff. Spooky. I've never had anything like that. Um, my ex-girlfriend had a, um, just before we got together in lockdown. Why she, are you talking about your ex? Sorry. <laughs> she had a, um, she lived in Stoke Newington in a basement flat. And this guy got into, was like banging on her window. Um, she had French doors at the back and he'd obviously hopped a fence. <gasps> was banging on the window. She was all by herself. Oh my God, no, no. He was like, please, let please, me please, in, please, let please. me in. And she was like, fuck, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he was like, she just wouldn't stop. She called the police. Mm. Um, and then they then had to come. And there's a big part of the story that I'm missing here. I can't remember. Anyway, luckily she was fine. The police got this guy, but she like had a moment where she was like, this, is, this is the end. Like he was could have smashed the glass and like got in. Surely she would have run out the front. No, she just, she, I think she hid in the bathroom, called the police. So she was like, at least if he comes in. Oh, no, that's. I've got like one more, yeah, horrible. One more door for him to try and break down. I always think about that. Where would you I hide? always think, I always like make these like panic plans. I'm like, okay, right. So if someone breaks in here, like where would I hide that wouldn't yeah. be obvious? And I always like, I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I've got like a plan in my head. So in case anyone breaks into my yeah, house. don't tell anyone the plan. I'm not going to tell you what my plan is, but like I've got pretty Keep good security as well. Just just finishing off the, the, the podcast. Is there anything you would like to say about the stag? The stag? No, not really. My brother doing a pint out of his shoe was... It was pretty joke. There was some naughty business on the dance floor. There was some, yeah. Oh, we went to a strip club and Oll got on the stage. Did you? <laughs> no, Ollie did. You went to a strip club? Yeah, on the Friday night. <laughs> Saved that for here, didn't I? I what you, the fuck? So there was a stripper and the a strip, strip club. club. Yeah. Oh, you just a greedy, disgusting man, really. Nah, Why do you need both? Just, what, so you had like a private dance and then you got to see No, them no, no. Together? We just went to this. We didn't get, no one got a dance at the strip club. It was just a sort of like, just a watch. Watched in, yeah, watched Did you in. put any notes in any girl's pants? No, it wasn't that sort of place. What was it then, Toby? It's just dancing around, poles. Ol was on stage, then we got kicked out. Did he get a lap dance? No. So why was he on stage? Because I got the photo of it, if you want to so see So what was he doing on stage? Because you don't get the dance on the stage, you no go to the private room for the right. dance. <laughs> gaslighting me. <laughs> um, you go on... So, so normally like, in a girls thing, like you get taken up on stage, they sit you down, oh, they right, do like no, a... Oh, right, no, 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 no. So Old got on stage, which you, you weren't meant to, which is why we then got chucked out. Oh, I see. So then the kind of pimp guy, that's, the guy in charge then came down and was like, you can't do that. How much did you pay to get in? £15. Worth it? On the Monzo. Oh, it was quite funny. So no cash was taken up no for cash. the old... No, it's all automatic these days, 2023. Oh, what? So she's got like a little like contactless thing on her pants. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. like, tip, tip. tip. Shake it. No. <laughs> <laughs> How does it work? Fascinating. Just, Was there any fit girls? Tell me everything. Nah, really. Boobs out, panty out. Uh, yeah, pants on, but pants aren't. You know, there was there was flaps. Flaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really not sure how I feel about that. Well, I look. Okay. So you've seen lots of naked, naked girls. Yeah, I did. I saw two naked girls. I really apologise, but 
I know. Sorry. Stag's a stag. Gotta do what you gotta do. What I will say is that I, obviously, with you doing your podcast and whatnot, I couldn't, even if I wanted to, which I do not want to, couldn't get away with anything because there's eyes and ears to the ground everywhere. I'd get found out in a heartbeat. Yeah, where were you? And someone was whisper, whisper, whisper. So we went to a pub in Soho before the dinner. She's got eyes everywhere. And I sat down next to these three girls and next to the two guys I was at on like one of those booth things. So they had their table there and I was on this one. But I was kind of like sat there went to the loo and then apparently the girls i didn't hear them say it but two of the guys were like oh they oh that's melissa's boyfriend right so whoever you guys are please write in and tell me exactly what you saw okay yeah perfect anyone saw early on this evening, stag so. going on give us some updates also they were at the fox and pheasant and um i was very close and we always went there for dinner and i was like oh, no, really? we can't fucking go there for dinner the poor waiter's probably in ptsd <laughs> she wasn't we had to switch her shift why what were you doing just ordering a lot of drinks and a lot of food but she was, you know what, she um, she got a lovely tip and it was, you know, we we're boosting the economy and <laughs> it was all in the name of good It's all fun. good for the environment at the it's end all, of the day. Yeah, exactly. All right. How much did you love coming on the podcast? Here? I had a lovely time. Thanks for having oh, me. Thank you guys so much. Love you. See you in a Bye. bit. Bye.